Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet and do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. is going on welcome to the the morning wood on roto grinders i'm eric crane and i'm joined by big t and we've got hoop here hoop what's going on hey guys i got bad news guys i can't make it i can't make it to the show today oh but we got cheese it's cheese he's here oh my goodness what's going on cheese how you doing buddy i am excited to be jumping on this show uh unexpectedly surprise hooray <laughs> look at the shirt we got the shirts going and everything yeah we got a little tony sandwich in there i'm like we got like some blue bread which isn't good but we got the yellow cheese in the middle what's up cheese the other cheese the yellow cheese but it's not the real cheese what's up tony Oh, you were talking to me? The yellow cheese? I didn't I, Yeah, because you're, 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 you're wearing the I yellow shirt. I mean, that was a if – you, if you were here earlier, you wouldn't have come with a joke that, that bad. It would, you, hey, normally we're used to you showing up like two minutes before the show starts. Today it was me. I'm sitting here and I'm just like, oh, yada, 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 look at the clock, and it's, oh, no. <laughs> I have a show in like three minutes. But here we are. We're good to go. Got a nice little nine-game slate. But first – Cheese, I don't really know what to do here. You don't watch Survivor, do you? I do. I have never seen the show one You've time. You've never watched Survivor. You strike me as like a guy that would watch Survivor. I'm sure I would like it for whatever reason. Like literally, in the whole decade it's been on, I've never seen one one episode. Well, this finale's tonight. The season finale's tonight. Now, normally, I I had like I figured we could talk about Survivor for about 15 minutes with Hoop, but I feel a little weird if we have Cheese on and he's just like, yeah team so tony i gotta ask you who do you have winning survivor tonight who is hammering the keyboard which one are you two? Oh, i'm typing to my friend ski <laughs> <laughs> i gotta i had to type into the thing i'm, I'm pulling for culpepper tonight I, I i don't know if he can get it done but did you see the challenge with six left it's like an endurance one kind of i I feel good about him. They got rid of all his, like, athletic competitors. I mean, they kept getting them going one by one. So, I'm pulling for him. I, I, I hope Ty doesn't win. Whoever. I don't I don't think Ty can win. I don't think he's liked enough by the jury. I don't think Brad's liked enough by the jury, though. That's kind of my worry about him. Jeez, do you think there's Brad is – game left, though. I mean, there, there's a lot of big competitions and stuff left tonight. Yeah, but those jury members, man, they're, I feel like they might be a little bitter this year. Dave, do you think that Brad can win Survivor? I mean, what if Brad ties? Can I don't think happen? they can – like, everybody gets three votes apiece. That could, that could happen. I don't think ties exist. Yeah, that's that's good because ties they're like kissing your sister. Okay, we can agree that who's kind of the nerdy girl? What's her name? I always forget her name, Tony. She's played. This is what her second season, and she's played great both times. I don't, uh, remember her name. I don't think I don't think she can win. Like you got to be talking about Aubrey. Yeah, yes. see Aubrey. Who? What? What? How What's you happening? That's why. Uh, Johnny bananas. Johnny Tell bananas. What's going on in the chat? Johnny Bananas Johnny's went home yesterday. Johnny Bananas. <laughs> okay, I, I don't think she can win. 
You think that's I, actually Johnny Bananas? Is that you, probably. Johnny Bananas? You went Hi, home yesterday on the. Uh, he went. Johnny Bananas went home on the. The you you watched the challenge? No, I've never seen the challenge. Yeah, they got like the they got the all the stars versus the challenge people now, like uh, I, Olympic yeah. people like Momo Jones and or Lomo Jones, whatever her name is. And I'll take the Olympians. Can there's I take like the weird Olympians? challenges though. Like there's two football players, like uh, the Chargers guy, the Lights Out Merriman. He's on. I don't the, even want to be a part of this. I'm gonna let Hoop listen to the rest of this. Hoop, Hoop was getting involved, I think. He, yeah. Okay. Hoop, there's somebody just said in the chat that I would be a great Survivor contestant. I think I would be maybe the worst Survivor contestant in the history of Survivor. Hoop, what do you think? I would love to see you on the show. I would also love to see you on the show. I would last maybe six hours. Maybe six hours. Hoop, how long would you last on the show? I would win the whole thing. I'm so likable. (laughs) How much more would you like Big Brother than Survivor is the real question. I think I, would, I wouldn't survive on either one. Tony, which would you rather do, Survivor oh, or Big I, Brother? I'd be fine on Big Brother. Like, it's indoors. You get food. Like, I, I couldn't do Survivor. Like, I would suck. I couldn't do it on the outdoors. No food. Like, that's not – no way. I'm, I'm a Survivor. You're, you're not going to give up? You're going to work harder? Isn't that how the song goes? I'm, I'm a Survivor. <laughs> Is that a that, Polaroid? Where where did that picture come from? That's a good question. It's possible that Cheese hacked my Facebook account. Ah, I understand. Well, Hoof, it's great to have you on. Okay, let's talk some baseball. Can we get Cheese in here? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Oh, man. All right, guys. This is Fantasy Draft Happy Hour, so I want to talk about what's going on on Fantasy Draft tonight. We got a $25 buy-in. It is only 100 of 459 so get in there. Let's help them fill that up. Also, high rollers tonight. We got a big one, $333 buy-in, $3,900 in the, in the prize pool. It is 6 of 13 full. And the $5 wins, $2,500 guaranteed in the prize pool, One sixty-nine of five seventy-four in the pool. All right. Dave, now that you're back, you left for the you left for the Survivor talk. I really thought we were going to go longer on Survivor, but I understand. I think Siri wins tonight, just so you know. Okay. And um, but who you know who, another guy that's going to win tonight, Dave? I do. Is his name Chris? Yeah, it is. It really is. Chris Sale's really good at baseball. Yeah, he is. Um, I remember how I worded it in the article, but he's he's the the DFS version of the real life. Clayton Kershaw and uh, <laughs> I like, like Kershaw is a better real life pitcher because Sale does give up runs like he gives up hard hits not hard hits but he gives up a lot of line drives fly balls he's going to give up some runs here and there so if I had to win an actual real life baseball game I definitely want Kershaw but for DFS where we want the strikeouts it's just absurdly ridiculous what he's doing and there's no reason to think it's fluky at all I mean this run of double digit strikeouts like what worst case scenario is he gets like eight strikeouts and he probably gets like 12. There's basically no downside and tons of upside. It doesn't really matter who he faces, but Texas does strike out against lefties anyway. He's just so good right now. You, you just have to take those free points. Yeah, and Texas strikes out against lefties that are a lot worse than Chris Sale. Tony, in tournaments, we know he's expensive. Over on Fantasy Draft, he's 26-1. Can you – I mean, are you just paying up for Sale and figuring out the rest later? Because I don't really see anybody else that I want to go to. Yeah, it, it's it's ugly besides sale, and they did a good job. I mean, everybody kills them with the pricing, but making him thirteen five on, on DraftKings, it, 
mean, he's super expensive. So, yeah, I mean, he's clearly the best guy. He's got the most upside in baseball. I mean, it's a great spot, too. Texas is – I mean, I haven't looked in the last week, but I know they're towards the bottom in Woba against lefties. So. Yeah, I think their WRC Plus is fifth or sixth worst in the league. Yeah. So, I mean, it's literally the best possible spot. I mean, you're almost guaranteed double-digit strikeouts. I mean, how often you could, can you say, like, the floor of strikeouts is, like, eight? I mean, it, it's just – I'm playing him. I mean, I'll make it work. I don't care who I have to play on offense. I'm just going to play him and figure it out. Yeah, I think he's the first guy that's got to go in your lineup. I mean, we've talked about some of these other options. We're going to go game by game, but we've got a lot of time. It's only nine games today. Dave, is there any other pitcher that stands out to you as an excellent play today? I wouldn't say stands out. I mean, I do like Severino. You know, he's kind of cooled off a little bit, but not really. He's still been really good, and he's got the Royals. Um, But – I mean, sale is so far ahead of everybody. It's it's just not even kind of close. What about you, Tony? Is there anybody – Is there are there any other pitchers, like as an SP2, that stand out for you? No, I mean, there's a bunch of guys in the mid-range, but that's one of the reasons I think you just got to plug sale in, too. A couple of days when we've done the show lately, there's been just tons of plays that I could make a case for. And today, I mean, there's some guys that are decent in there, but nobody that I feel like you have to play. I mean, I think people are, people have been talking about Severino all day today is the, the name I hear, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, I'm not in love with him, so, yeah. I'm sit, I'm just sitting here knowing I'm going to play Julio Toronto. We'll get to him later. Dave does not. Oh. That is not that is not cheese approved. That is oh, not wait, the stats guy and the Vegas guy yeah, hate it? Is. Lock yeah, it in, that's baby. Your case. I mean, that's your one right there. You got the big total and you got the bad numbers. Neither of us are going to be on your side there. He's painful, man. He's he's real bad. He's going to be painful for the Pirates tonight. That's what I think. All right, let's talk about our first game, though. we got the Mariners and the Nationals. It's Sam – Dave, say the same for me. Sam. Sam, Sam Bowtie Pasta. Glio. I'm just going to call him Sam. It's Sam against Tanner Rourke. Neither pitcher's good, I assume. Jeez, uh, you don't want to roster either of these pitchers, do you? Uh, not even a little bit, no. We Zero. almost had – the Nationals, they were good to us yesterday. Yeah, that was – that was wow. Um, but it was weird. I mean, I know you had some Rendon that came out big for you. That He was like the one guy I didn't even really consider. Um, and But that just shows you the depth of this lineup. It's a, such a good team. You play well, anybody. If I, I did have a Rendon team, and it ended up working out well for me. But I can't pretend like he was the first guy through it. He was the absolute last guy I threw in my lineup. I'm like, oh, I guess he fits right here with the stack. Okay, that's fine. What about today? Are you interested in stacking the Nats, Tony? Oh, yeah. I mean, they're one of the obvious teams right out of the gate. I mean, huge total. I mean, I don't even know who that pitcher is besides just looking into them a little bit. So, I mean, Washington has to be towards the top of the offenses. I mean, they come out with probably their best lineup. Even Trey Turner, didn't he hit a bomb yesterday too? I mean, the whole – He had like a triple and an RBI and something else. Yeah, so, I mean, he had a big day yesterday. I mean, their lineup's just so deep. I mean, even Michael Taylor's fine in the eight hole, so – yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I never end up with too much Washington for some reason, especially with Sale. Like, it's just hard to pay for some of those bigger bats. But they're a good offense for sure. I mean, why didn't you guys tell me Chris Sale's playing for Oakland today? Anyways, by the way, I mean, this guy's out here nine strikeouts already. Does Sunny Gray really have nine strikeouts? Four like in the game, not in the season. Yeah, four. It's in the, only in the fourth inning too. Oh my God! Hold on, I I was winning money. Let me log in and just see how that's going because I so can't. I did not play this early slate. 
Oh he yeah, high on though, is he? Well, I don't know. I was winning like five thousand when we started the show. Now I'm winning twelve dollars. So he was owned enough, apparently. <laughs> He's just destroying them. What about the other side of this game, Cheese? We got Tanner Work, who you know I hate, and he's sitting. Nobody's going to play the Mariners, even though it's just—it's still a good spot. What do you think the Mariners has a contrarian stack? Um, I mean, I love the lefties. Um, you know, with with Cruz not playing tonight, I mean, you can play Segura just because he's pretty good. But I mean, really, you just want those lefties. Rourke is a totally different pitcher to lefties. Seager is way too cheap. Um, like that's just a bizarrely low price. So, I mean, I think he's a lock and load in cash games. And then Cano, I don't, I don't like or dislike either one better or worse since they flip-flop Gamble with Seager hitting second and fifth. I think they're both pretty good plays and very affordable. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't mind playing those lefties at all. What about your boy Valencia, Dave? Um, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to play a, right, a righty against Rourke today, but he's really cheap for hitting cleanup. Um, in between guys that I do like. So, sure, okay. just the price alone makes them very playable. All right, let's talk about the next game. we got the Rockies and the Phillies. Tyler Chatwood, Jeremy Hellickson, a total of nine, pretty much an even spread. Tony, I actually had some Chatwood interest today. Like, the Phillies are kind of the new team that everybody's picking on. Andres Blanco's hitting fifth. That's not exactly a, um, a scary spot. What do you think of Chatwood today, Tony? Yeah, I mean, it's just basically you're streaming against the Phillies and you're streaming these Rockies pitchers when they're on the road, and it, it's been working out good. I mean, the Rockies pitchers are good. They're better than they're better than people think. And Chatwood, I don't think he's got a ton of strikeout upside, but he does have a pretty high floor for a low price. So, yeah, I mean, I, I see no problem with it. it. It gets me a little nervous when I keep playing the pitcher against the same team day after day because you just feel like eventually they have to do something against you. But yeah. I mean, like you said, Blanco's hitting fifth. I mean, how much damage can they possibly do against you? The lineup just doesn't scare you at all. The, the lineup is weird. Like, Odubel's hitting sixth. They have Michael Saunders, who I've rostered more times than I'm comfortable admitting to, hitting eighth. Dave, does this Phillies lineup make any sense to you? It's just kind of, it looks weird to me. No, nah, yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, they've dropped Herrera with his struggles, um, you know, we usually kind of like Cameron Ruff, who's not playing. I, Yeah, it's not a scary lineup. Um, Chatwood gets a ton of ground balls. He's actually a very similar pitcher to the two guys who shut him down the last two nights. Um, I mean, they were right on the edge of getting Marquez a couple of times. They had bases loaded at least twice and hit the ball pretty hard. So it's not like they were just mowing him down. But still, it's just not a great team. And a guy who gets, you know, 55% ground balls, um, they can beat the Phillies. Yeah, the walks are concerning in Philadelphia. They're not like a crazy free-swinging team, but at the same time, they're the Phillies. Tony, does this is this nine-run total not concern you, Tony? I think they should put Oduble back to second base if it was up to me. I mean, <laughs> that would be that would be helpful. He, he is good. I mean, this yeah, move I mean, Freddie Galvis to the outfield, you know, really enjoy it. Have some fun. Like you asked about the nine-run total, though. Yeah, I mean, it, it does. I'm not – this is what I'm saying about the middle middle-tier pitchers, like – I'm not in love with Chatwood. Like, I don't feel like – I'm not super confident in him. And, it, like like Dave said, Philly was close to breaking it open. Really, the last two days, they got some decent looks here and there. They just couldn't string it together because depth in their lineup isn't there. But, yeah, I, I think there will be some runs in this game. I'm not expecting Chatwood to, like, just go crazy for me or anything. Yeah, I think if you're paying for sale as an SP1, like we're just looking for something that's not going to kill us as an SP2. Like, I don't I really take like 15 points right now, I think. Yes. Oh, I would absolutely take 15 points. Yeah. 
I'd say 14-5. Okay, now you're just being that's, that's raisin. Raisin. Yeah, raisin. Yeah. This is this is gonna turn into like name that tune where you call I can take I can name that pitcher in 13.75 <laughs> points. Name that pit, you know, and it's no, I can win with 12 points for my pitcher. No, what? I can win with eleven. What? And then Siege is in here playing uh Davinsky and we're all losing. So whatever. What he about got an action on that too? Did you see that? He, he crushed it. I, you know, we got to give him a little bit of credit. Did you hear about this, Dave? I did not. Siege had a couple bets on the over on Davinsky points at 10 on the day when um, Brad Peacock started. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a pretty smart play. Uh, he actually, I guess he did something right that went done. Well, and and he, the stipulation was in was Davinsky had to actually pitch. So oh, Davinsky he got like, kind of like a free yeah. look at it. Oh, that's yes. great. Yeah, so I, just, I mean, it was even money too. Like, see, hey, like a minus, yeah. three, at least That's, a minus. Give three. credit where credit is due. Good, good job, Siege. Yay! Oh, the golf! You got the golf clap from. Wait, does Hoop approve of this? Uh, I don't know. I threw him over there somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure he's fine with it. Hoop definitely does not approve of that, though. I'll, That's I'll answer true. <laughs> Definitely nothing to prove. Um, what about these Rocky bats, Dave? They're against Jeremy Hellickson. I don't really like picking on Hellickson that much, but, I mean, they are a favorite in this game, and we're talking about Chatwood, but what about these Rocky bats? Yeah, Hellickson's the guy you want to take just kind of one-off home run guy. Like, he will give up home runs. Like, he has no strikeout ability at all. He gives up fly balls in this park. Um, I mean, Blackman could hit two more home runs tonight. And at least. obviously, Arenado, same thing. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez is kind of heated up. I, I think those three guys, I have no problem with Desmond. Even Trevor Story's back off the DL. He, kind of a terrible hitter, but this is the guy you would want him against, a really low strikeout guy. So I don't even mind going there. I love that Story is now a terrible hitter. Remember last year about this time we were talking about them. Hey, the rookie's going to make the all-star team. He's going to hit 40 home runs his rookie year. Tony Story fell off a little bit. What do you think about the Rockies? Yeah, I love the Rockies stack overall. We, we talked about it yesterday that they'd be pretty high owned and I thought about it all day, and I was torn up about it. And, of course, Blackman goes yard twice, and I kicked myself for not having more. But I like him again. I mean, this lineup's deep. When you stack a team, you want a deep lineup. And even Parra hit a bomb after we made fun of him. So. <laughs> oh, don't think, don't think Dave didn't hear about that either. Yeah. And what I wanted to clarify, Eric got mad at me saying that I said Parra sucks. I said, no, you said Parra sucks. I just didn't decide to disagree. Yeah. I was just sitting here. Yep. Just, just sitting there with your hoop mask, like printing out. That has to have taken a lot of ink. Probably. I'll probably have to buy, buy yeah. some. Yeah. <laughs> it was you, worth it, though. I would, I would definitely expense roto grinders for the ink if I read yeah, it. I didn't go, I didn't go color. You know, it's yeah. just That's, I mean, you know, you got to be responsible. All right. Next game, we got the Royals and the Yankees. Luis Severino, Jason Hamill. Uh, Tony, Jason Hamill has not been good this year. What do we think about the Yanks? Yeah, especially these lefties. I, I wish there was – I wish Ellsbury was higher up, as crazy as that sounds, just because the lefties have just destroyed – everybody's destroyed Hamill, but I really like the lefties against them. And Yankees have struggled a little bit lately, but I think – I mean, obviously they could break out in a big way tonight against Hamill. They're one of my favorite teams. And I, I guess I kind of do like Ellsbury at the bottom because it lets me play Ellsbury, Headley, Didi, kind of six, seven, eight with Sale. It, it kind of fits decent in there. What about you, Dave? What do you think about these Yankee bats? Yeah, I think they're going to be the most popular team tonight when people look at what Hamill's done. And, I mean, the Yankees' numbers overall against righties are just fantastic. So I think this is kind of the chalky spot. 
And I don't think I don't think it'll be so chalky. You just have to fade it because of the numbers. Um, but it certainly don't think it's going to be sneaky. I think, you know, Gardner. I don't know what Gardner's drinking, but it, it's working. Um, you leave Sanchez, Brett Gardner alone. Yeah, I, I love the guy. I, I mean, you do what you got to do. Um, Sanchez and Judge, you know, home runs. Starlin Castro's hitting pretty well. Like I, I like Ellsbury also. I kind of agree that I would put him up higher than the lineup. But it doesn't bother me that he's down lower. If you want to use him, there will just be less people on him because he is lower. I love D.D. down in that eight hole, too. That D.D. looks nice down that eight hole, just as far as the tournament stack. Sorry, I'm reading the chat, and I have no idea what the producer's talking about. Devin, yeah, is somebody I, making funny noises? I don't think it's me. Yeah, it's not. I don't think it's – Whoa! But you – Where was that? Where did that come from? I don't hear anything funny, but somebody does. See, now I'm sneezing. Talking about maybe it's me. I don't know. I'm reading the chat. People say that. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, the I weather's do, getting. I do me. fidget a lot, so that I mean that could be me. I'm a, I'm a fidgeter. Are you? How do you fidget? Just you know, just just moving around, looking around. I understand. You know, it helps with that. One of these fancy fantasy draft hats. We got to get you one of these things. I do not have one of those. You don't wear hats, do you? Um, not very often. I mean, I work so hard to get looking like this. I want to cover it up. <laughs> well, plus they might not recognize you at the coffee shop too. That's true. Yeah. I even had lunch over there today. Um, yeah. it was, it was a, a good experience. I, I got over there kind of early, you know, had the, uh, the old panini the club panini and the iced mocha. It was good. It sounds good. All right. Let's talk about the next game. We got the Mets and the Padres, another total of nine, another big total. Jared Co- Kozar, Roger, Robert, Jeselman, is it Gazelman? Jeselman? How do you pronounce this for me, Dave? The one I've heard more often is Jeselman. All right, uh, but Giselman. I've heard I've heard it multiple ways. All right, Tony, we had the Mets completely go off yesterday. Now they're facing a guy in Jarrett Cozart who's just not that good. What do you think about the Mets? Yeah, I think they'll be uh, these guys at the top have to be pretty chalky, yeah. like Conforto. I mean, he he is expensive, so. Maybe he sneaks a little bit, but he's not expensive enough. I mean, 4-2, he keeps killing bad right-handed pitchers. Got Ray uh, Reyes in the two-hole. I, I wish – what, is Bruce hurt or something, or is he just getting the day off? I think he's just getting the day off. I don't think he's hurt. Um, No, he was a little banged up. Ah, he's hurt. He said he was hoping to play today, but so it's nothing serious, but it's not a big surprise. Yeah, I mean, the lineup it looks way worse with him out. I mean, Duda up to the four hole. Will, I love Wilmer against lefties, but I'm not. You just love Wilmer. I don't like Wilmer against righties. He, 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 uh, he has some pretty, pretty good splits. Oh, come on. You're going to talk yourself into Wilmer before this day's over. I I don't I don't think so. You're gonna say, oh that Padres bolt in. Yeah, you're gonna do it, I promise. <laughs> uh I wanted to save Gazelman for you, Dave, because normally we like to pick on the Padres, but he's been atrocious. He has been the D word, dreadful. What do you think of Gazelman? Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, he got you know banished to the bullpen because he was so bad. And I really liked him coming into the year. I mean, he was pretty good last year, and there's Plenty of reason long-term to like him. I, I kind of want to see him do something before I use him. I mean, this is the spot you would use him if you would. I think I prefer Chatwood, despite the, you know, San Diego being the better matchup. I just He just hasn't done it. Um, and it's not like he's some huge upside guy anyway. So uh, I, I think the price is good enough. He's one of the guys in that mix for SP2, but I, I just, I don't know. I don't love it. 
I mean, he has sucked, Tony. Like, you look at these strikeout numbers on a game-by-game basis. I understand he's been in the bullpen, but he's not striking anybody out. Tony, I bet you're going to have some gazelle today, though. I, I mean, according to the line, you have to. I mean, and I look at his last two. I know he was in the bullpen, but two innings, two strikeouts, no runs, one inning. I mean, the, the time before he gave up a run, but a strikeout, walk hit. I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's minus 160 against a team that I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. Like, this lineup is I, – I don't know how there could be a worse lineup in baseball. Like, Cordoba's hitting sixth, Ibar, Torrens. A pitcher like this lineup is a joke. So and this line, yeah, they're even lineups even worse today than it was yesterday with Cordoba and Torrens in there. I mean, Solerte, he's a good regular baseball player, but not a fantasy, and he's batting second. Like you really only have to get through Myers and Schimpf, and you're in good shape. Like I, I don't know. I mean, is as a SP two for sixty five hundred? Like yeah, I probably will have some. Okay, just to play devil's advocate. Dave, shouldn't we be talking about stacking the Padres? Oh, God. Um, I'm going to say no because, like, the one thing Selman, Gesselman, just Selman, the G-Man, has the G-Man. done is at least limited the walks, um, even when he was kind of pitching bad and getting ground balls. So there is kind of a floor. Um, I, just, I don't really see this as, as the time to stack him. No. But he sucks. Like, who are you going to stack? Let's see. You just go – you know, I'll even throw Cordova in there. Why not? Margot, <laughs> Solarte, Myers, Shiv. Oh. I can, I'll just go one through five. What's wrong with that? God. I mean, Seriously. you know, honestly, none of Solarte, Myers, Shimp, and Renfro are just terrible plays. Like, I, I don't really mind any of them for their price. But it's – not nearly one of the best spots tonight. Solerte hasn't hit double digits and fantasy points in 24 straight games. Well, you know what that means. Is he's he due. Due he's due! <laughs> yesterday, I mean, everyone was talking him up so hard yesterday. I just like – I mean, he, yeah, like, I don't – like, when Solarte costs that much and he gets eight points, like, I'm totally happy with that. I mean, a couple of hits and a walk is fine, but you're right. It's not like yeah. – you do oh, need some I mean, upside at some point, and he does not have it. But Tony, you're you're all about the game totals, not the team totals, right? I there, yeah. I mean, the total's not high though. I mean, it's the it's the second highest total on the slate. I I know that you're reading your sheet, but I it feels like you just put your head down in shame. No, <laughs> I definitely did not put my head down in shame. <laughs> I mean, the Braves and I mean, the Nationals. Why is it- how is it the second highest? It's eight and a half. Like I don't understand. Oh, that. I've got it. At, I've got it at nine on the Roto Grinders lineup page. What page it's are you looking nine at? Nine and the unders minus one four. It's, it's down to eight and a half. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I mean, Go Padres. Like there's just no way a Padres stack is not winning this slate. Like there's too much. There's offense out there. Who would you rather have, the Padres or the Royals? True. I mean they're the same in my eyes. Oh, they are not the same. Neither one of them has any kind of power outside of, like, one guy. Will Myers, Shim, Frenfro has power. Margot's hit a few home runs. That's four whole guys, four whole people. And Solarte is due, so that's five. Boom. I don't really want to be here for this either. Here comes the hoop back. <laughs> hoop, hoop, what do you think about the Padres? All, um, Cordoba. <laughs> he, he's a survivor. 
That's too good. All right, let's check out the next game. Dave, can we have you back? I like that you're okay. now leaving it on your desk because you know you're going to need it. At some yeah, point. I'm going to need that again. I'm not throwing that around anymore. <laughs> All right, we got the Angels and the Rays, a total of eight and a half. Erasmo Ramirez, Ricky Nolasco. I've seen some buzz around Erasmo today, Dave. What do you think about him? Yeah, I like him quite a bit at that price. I mean, there's a, there is a uh, not a high ceiling because, you know, five innings is probably it, maybe six if everything just goes great. But he's a pretty good player. Um, you know, he's just he's been in the bullpen more often than not. So you can't expect he's not a huge strikeout guy and you can't expect a lot of innings. So there's not some big ceiling. But at his price at home against the Angels, I think he's a pretty safe play. So when you're kind of if you're just looking for that 12 to maybe 15 points for a cheap price, I think he's a fine play. I'll, I'll be using some of them. What about you, Tony? Are you on Erasmus or would you rather pay up a little bit for a guy like Chatwood? No, I mean, I look at them very similarly. Uh, I, lo- I like the price on Erasmo. I feel like his floor, I, I think they're very, very close. And maybe Erasmo, just because of the slight discount, it just it depends on the team I'm building and if I need the little bump in salary. I mean, if they were the same price, I'd probably play Chatwood. But if I need the slight savings, I'm fine with Erasmo too. Well, in a little bit, price a little bit up, Dave, is freaking Alaska. We know Tampa – they can score some runs, but they can also strike out in bunches. Is in Alaska a tournament option just because of the matchup? Um, yeah, I guess he is. Like, he's really, in a way, in his own special way, he's a, he's a solid pitcher. Um, in that, you know, he's going to get a little bit crushed here and there, but he's, he's really just not bad. And, yeah, Tampa will strike out a lot. And given that there's no – obvious this is the next guy you have to play after sale I, I think you can play it in the tournament um he's not really on my list but it's one of those guys I wouldn't try to talk someone out of it do you happen to have a big T face around too not yet no. okay but if well, he ever calls in sick you, you watch out <laughs> well I was just gonna say because big T you're about to say you don't hate the race stack I don't, I don't pick on Alaska very much I kind of agree with Dave like I think he'll give up a home run or two but I don't really know where it's going to come from, and I don't know. It's one of the few days I don't like Tampa all that much just because I never stack against Nolasco. The, t- the park's tough. I don't know. I mean, Nolasco feels like he sucks, but he just never quite gets blown up. I love that Nolasco is where you draw the line. <laughs> of all people, I was not expecting to be Ricky Nolasco. I mean, there's another guy in the next game that is awful that I don't ever pick on either. I'm not I'm not picking on him either. I'm thrilled that the other team's <laughs> going to be chalk. Uh, what about the hitters in this game, Dave? Are we looking at any of the Angels other than Mike Trout? Because, well, you can always play Mike Trout or any of these Rays. Uh, I mean, it's just Mike Trout for the Angels. The Rays, you, you really just want – you know, one-off power guys are going to hit home runs because Alaska is not going to very often walk a bunch of guys to get shelled, but he will give up a home run. And I love Dickerson and Morrison. Uh, kind of don't mind Longoria. Uh, Beckham's really cheap if you just need a fill-in, but really it's mostly Morrison and Dickerson for, for the power. But I, I don't see it really as a stack. What about our boy Shoemaker coming through for us, Dave? Um, yeah, I thought it was a high total for that park, but he sure did well. He, he just – spanked him and then he almost got blown up in the sixth inning or in the seventh inning but he he, he had his like german who, marquez inning where it was like right at the same time schumacher and marquez both loaded the bases and and then they just both got out of it oh i know it was at the same time so i'm staring at my DraftKings team where my indian stack is and i'm sitting here like yeah going well next thing i know there's like 17 people on the base and the two games combined and i'm just going this is not fun but 
That's right. Jerwin Marquez and that shoemaker. You guys are the best. All right. Another team, another guy that is the best because he's going to uh, limit these Red Sox tonight. That's, that's our next game. Martin Perez and Chris Sale, a total of eight. Tony, you were just talking about you do not like to pick on a guy. That guy's Martin Perez, isn't it? My favorite pitchers are these guys that are awful like this guy, but he just <laughs> never gets blown up, and people always stack against him. Like, tonight Boston's going to be popular. But if you look at his game logs, I mean, he gave up two, 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 four, three, four, one. Like, even if he gives up four, I think I'd sign up for that right now. If you told me he's going to go six innings and give up four runs, I think I'd say, okay, just let's let's do it. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. Like, I never pick on Martin Perez. Dave, last time he had eight strikeouts, that's not going to happen again. That Ever. was awesome. Yeah. Ever. That is never going to happen again. the world did he strike out eight guys from? Uh, it was against oh, it was some crappy team. It was, Oh, Philadelphia. <laughs> oh, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. I believe it. <laughs> That was weird, yeah. Um, I mean, I think we're all kind of on the same page with Perez. He's really kind of bad, but he's not actually – he's as terrible as he should be. Um, I mean, really for the Red Sox, I love Mookie Betts particularly in the matchup, but that's about it. I mean, maybe Chris Young. He's the kind of pitcher that you don't really want Pedroia and Bogarts against. And even Hanley doesn't really hit that well against ground ball pitchers. Um, I mean, mean, I'm going to try to get some bets – um, but other than that, I'm happy to kind of leave him alone. Yeah, when I was looking at the ownership for Sam Travis cat, who's who's this character? Sam Travis. Sam Travis is playing today. Yeah, seven hole. I did do not you, know that. Do you know who Sam Travis is? I know very little about him. I was going to look him up. I, I, I'm wondering if he's that. I think I have confused. With, too. I think I have him confused with somebody else. Actually, yeah, that's not who I was thinking of. You're um, thinking of that other Sam, that pitcher for. That one team, the Mariners? No, I I do not know anything about Sam Travis. Pulling him up, I mean, it looks like he – an average – like a batting average kind of batter with a little speed, not not a power guy. All right. By the way, guys, Chris Young right now, if you look at the ownership projections, he is projected to be the highest-owned player on the slate. Tony, (laughs) what do we do when a guy like Chris Young has got to be the highest-owned player on the slate? If I was going to play any Boston guy, it would be him. But if he's going to be the highest-owned guy, like – I mean, the problem is, why is he twenty five hundred? Like, why why don't they price him up? Oh, I hadn't noticed the price. I've just like, I've just looked at the lineup. He's just so cheap. Like, if you're gonna, if you need the savings with sale, like, I think it's a bad play because of the. I mean, what does it say his ownership's gonna be? Twenty five percent. I mean, how can you play Chris Young at twenty five percent ownership? I, it's just it's tough though. That price is way too cheap. So, from a game theory perspective, Dave, what? What outweighs the other? Is it he's too cheap? I want to play him, or is Chris Young against the lefty? Everybody's going to play him, but I don't care. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to play him when he's going to be really chalky. Where it gets interesting is he's really cheap on Fanduel, so everyone's going to kind of get locked into playing him. He's not really cheap on Fantasy Draft and DK. He's kind of cheap, but he's not like a must-play price. Oh, I had the Fanduel prices up when I said that. Yeah, yeah but we were 30, just going to let that go. He's thirty-six on. <laughs> My so it's a case of like people are going to get used to playing him with and he's not the same yeah. kind of deal like on fantasy draft at seven two i love how neither one of you guys um, make fun of me either like, hey what are what are bffs for you lost me money with par last night like I, yeah he's an easy fade so he's not a anywhere near a must play um on fantasy draft or dk so i i think he's a 
uh, you can play him, sure, but if he's going to be super chalky, I, I don't think you need to. Yeah, he's not the kind of guy I want when he's going to be chalky. Twenty five hundred on Fanduel isn't actually even that great of a price. I mean, there's tons of outfielders that are in that same range. There are always cheap outfielders. When I was playing cash lot, I would just load up on the cheap outfielders. There's always some guy leading off for like two K or whatever. Um, I guess we should talk about Chris Sale. Play him. Anything else besides that? Nope. All right. We can move on then. We got four games left in 13 minutes. That's right, guys. We are going to draw nine games out like nobody else can. I can't wait to hear you talk about this guy. <laughs> All right. Oh, boy. I can't wait. <laughs> the total's climbing, too. Oh, no. All right. Next game, we got the Braves and the Pirates. Total of nine and a half. Julio Tehran, Trevor Williams. Tehran is a minus 130 favorite. Dave, I like Tehran tonight. I really do. Um, I think we're all rooting for you. <laughs> I don't think you are. Cause look, here's the thing. I like pedigree. I like Toronto's better at home, even in this park. He's bad against lefties. Who do the Braves have outside or the Pirates have outside of Josh Bell that's going to hit the ball hard? Like, nobody, right? I'm not afraid of John Jaso. I'm not afraid of Adam Frazier. So Dave, what am I missing other than Toronto has been atrocious? Well, I think that's, I think you just told yourself the story. Is that the important part? Yeah, he like he's been so bad. I totally get that this lineup is the right kind of thing for him to face. Like he is still good against righties. Like the splits are just ginormous. Um, but even three lefties is too many, and four with Daniel Ortiz playing. I guess four lefties that's too many for him. Like it's so terrible. Is that David's brother? <laughs> it has to be. You better hope not. I hope not because I am screwed. Then there's just nothing. I don't see there's nothing about him that we should like. And the other thing is he hasn't been priced down for how bad he's been. Like we're not getting a discount here. So, and, and Chad is taking you to task about saying he's better at home. It's tra that's, traditionally, that's look, I understand it's, but it's a comfort thing for him. Like it's like that last game he was sitting oh, in Toronto. Using that old ballpark. No, I understand that, but I'm saying people, guys, are, oh my God, Sonny Gray's up to 11 strikeouts. Yeah, he's destroying these guys. Like they just laid down back-to-back -back bunts. <laughs> that might be the problem. Oh, no, the fraud they, is they bad. Can't hit him. The guy turned into Cy Young all of a sudden. Okay, I understand that he's been bad at home this year, but traditionally he's been good at home. Traditionally, he's been he's strikeouts right around twenty one percent. He's been fine. I tend to believe in pedigree, especially in good matchups like this. Tony, you hate Toronto, don't you? I mean, you want to talk about totals? This is the biggest total of the night. Like I. In this ballpark, I just – there's no way I could play Tehran in this in this spot. There's no way. If this is the biggest total of the night, it sounds like it's time to stack up our boys from Atlanta, Dave. Oh, they are good. They are good. They are good for us. I would like to let my friend Tony talk about a Brave stack. Yeah, I mean, uh, how popular are they going to be? Are they not going to be popular somehow? I don't know. We got Chris in the chat. He's saying that on DK that uh, Young is only going to be about 12 to 15%. Jimino, so. tell us about Atlanta. We'll wait. we'll wait. We'll wait. We're just going to sit here. Just, we'll just <laughs> let us know when you're ready. Atlanta, like, oh man, Ooh, to... I like Atlanta. Oh, <laughs> well, talk to me about the Braves, Tony. I, I mean, I like every guy in the lineup for the most part. I, I guess I don't necessarily like this Rio dude. I don't know much about him, but I'm sure I could play him too. At least <laughs> I, I like everyone. I mean, Matt Adams has that karma coming over and filling in for free money. Freeman, he's just picking up right where Freddie left off. Like, I like every guy in the lineup. It's the best spot of the night. It's my favorite stack. Like, I, I think they're going to score eight, nine runs. I just, I love it. 
I mean, it's a shame that Matt Adams isn't going to get playing time when Freeman comes back, Dave, because this was the perfect landing spot for Matt Adams. And I want to point out just something kind of random. Like Nick Markakis, when when hitters get older, they either they have to trade something in for something else. And he has like become less of a contact hitter and more of a not a power hitter, but he's hitting the ball a lot harder. It looks like intentionally because the strikeouts are up, but the hard hits are up. Like he's much more of a DFS viable play than he used to be. So I kind of like him hitting third. I've been playing Marquez all year and it's been fine. Tony, who's your, is he your favorite kind of like player that nobody ever plays? All the Braves are the same like category. Like who's, who's ever popular on the Braves outside of maybe flowers. Matt Adams is going to be popular tonight. Oh, especially on FanDuel, but yeah, I mean on DraftKings too. The, the, he should be popular though. Like he's probably the best player in the night, or close to it. I mean, he's just too cheap, and I think that's the problem we run into with fading a guy like that. Like, I, he's just too cheap for this matchup. Dave. I think a great way to go in tournaments. If I was playing one team, I'd have a Brave stack and play Josh Bell instead of Adams at first base. So that that would be my. I mean, Josh Bell is going to hit a bomb off your. Yeah, but the problem sure. is Adams has multi-position eligibility now, so he can play both. Well, then you play them both. <laughs> Absolutely, I love you play Bell. Yeah, but you can't play Bell with your uh, Julio Tehran. Yeah, you aren't seriously playing that guy. I'm gonna. I will have at least once one Julio Tehran team. I'm only running. I'm running four teams tonight. I'll probably have him on one, and I bet I have a lot of Chris Sale. And by a lot, I mean 100. <laughs> percent Um. Dave, if you don't like to run, you have to like this pirate, pirate side a little bit, don't you? A little bit. Um, mostly, I mean, Adam Frazier leading off is fine. Um, he's not Three really a tournament guy, but he's Three fine. strikeouts for Adam yeah. Frazier. Sure. Um, Josh <laughs> Bell is is better than Tehran. Um, even, like, I'm not going to play John Jaso, but I don't think he's really going to get him out. Um, so, you know, basically, I'm not going to play Pirates bats. Uh, but that doesn't mean I like to run. What about you, Tony? Are you going to play Pirates bats, or are you just going to admit that I'm finally right? I'm for sure playing Josh Bell. <laughs> I, I love – Josh Bell is everything I love about baseball. Like, he is just – he's been awesome lately, and now he gets a guy that can't get lefties out. Like, it's just the perfect spot. And he's in the same game where Adams is – I mean, Adams is eligible at outfield now, but, I mean, Adams is going to be used a ton at first base. So, by using Bell, he has to be low-owned at a loaded first base. So, I love Josh Bell tonight. I really don't love anybody else, but, I mean, maybe you could play the lefties. I mean, maybe one team where you have Frazier, Jaso, and Ortiz in the outfield just because they're lefties. I mean, one you get of points for strikeouts? He's going to mow them all down. I kind of just want to lock in. Isn't this – Dave, this is the exact kind of spot where we like a guy like Julio Tehran. It's a, I mean, yeah, I totally understand the case for it. I, I I don't think you're crazy for playing him in a tournament. I'm just telling you I'm not going to play him. I forgot totals don't mean anything, too, so the nine and a half shouldn't scare you at all. It doesn't. Do I look scared right now? Does that negative 13 his last start scare you? It, that was the game right after they broke Freeman's wrist. There was no way. He's a head case. There was no way he wasn't going to go out there and just try he's and bean people. He's got three negative games on his game card. Okay, so I mean regression to the it's coming. Positive regression's coming. Come on. Oh, you're 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 starting to get there. I can see the wheels turning. They're not actually <laughs> I'm just turning. trying to get myself on more Pittsburgh the more <laughs> it's very easy. Click the button. The only reason he's even still pitching is because he's a survivor. 
Thanks. So thanks for chiming in, buddy. I'm glad you could show up today. Something about a birthday party. All right, let's talk about this next game. We got some weather issues here, which kind of makes it interesting. Cubs and the Giants, total of seven. The wind's blowing in. Kyle Hendricks and Matt Moore. Dave, are we playing Kyle Hendricks today? I mean, he's pretty safe. Um, you know, he's considerably cheaper than Severino. Like, if you if you want to kind of pay up for your second starter, um, with that wind blowing in like that against this team, like, it's hard to imagine them doing much against him. He's not nearly as good as he was last year, and there's not strikeout upside, really. But, I mean, how far can they really hit the ball with the wind blowing right in their face? Um, you don't think Denard Spann's going to hit one out? That would be great if he does, or <laughs> Christian Arroyo or yeah. Eduardo Nunez. But, like, it just seems like he's just going to go six innings and allow one run with four or five strikeouts and just be pretty good. Okay, so if we want pretty good, Tony, is he just too expensive if you're wanting that kind of production or you want to pay down for that sort of production? Uh, that's the hard part. If you play Chris Sale, it's hard to pay 8-5 for him just because, I mean, Sale's expensive at 13-5 on there. So Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's super safe, and I trust him more than any of those guys. So if I can get up to him, I think for sure I'd go up to him. It's just a matter of what stack you're on, like always. And I don't know. I'm going to have a hard time having too much of him just because of sale. And on the other side, we got Matt Moore, who I want nothing to do with. He's worse away from home. You listen to some of the early shows, and there, Chris Gimino was talking about how – how many barrels Matt Moore gets up? He leads the league in barrels allowed. He's just not that good of a pitcher. I actually have interest in the Cubs as a stack, Dave. I don't think anybody's going to play him with this weather. Yeah, I don't either. Um, yeah, if there was – in just a neutral game situation, no win, neutral park, you would definitely be playing the power bats. Um, I mean, like Chris Bryant would be the chalk of the day. And as it is, he'll be low-owned at that price. I don't I don't think I'm going to end up using any bats here. Um just because as far as individual matchup, it's really just Bryant that I really want, and I don't think I'm going to pay for him with all the Chris Sale. Um, but it's interesting that Baez and Almora are up at the top. Um, I mean, Moore is just not – like you say, he, he's given up a lot, of, a lot of hits, especially to righties. So I, I don't mind it. Um, but I don't really like to pick on a wind like that blowing right in at him. What about you, Tony? Because to me, the Cubs have the, some of these power bats, like Rizzo, Bryant. Baez hits the hell out of the ball. Like – these guys, they can hit the ball hard enough to where the wind doesn't matter. The Cubs, they're the kind of team when they're going to be low-owned against a guy like Matt Moore, I want exposure to them. Plus that bullpen is from San Francisco. Tony, talk to me about the Cubs bats. Oh, I don't like the Cubs bats at all. Low total. Matt Moore has been a lot better the last couple of games from what I've seen. I mean, last three starts, he struck out 5-7-5. Five, five. He only gave up 3-1-2. and two. He went pretty deep versus the Reds, over seven innings. Like, the wind, I mean, 15-mile-an-hour or whatever, wind blowing in. I just – I can't pay these prices for some of these guys like Bryant and Rizzo when – shoot. I mean, it's tur- – what is – wait, what just happened? I thought I, th- I just thought Owens hit a bomb. Oh, I hope not. Went, went to the wall. Good. To the window? <laughs> to the wall? Yeah, you see what I did? I am so clever. Who? Oh, I thought that was a hoop moment for sure. <laughs> uh, he's he's resting. Yeah, okay. Night hoop. So, I, to me, Tony, it's just like, oh, this is a team. They can put up runs in bunches. They're going to be low on their expenses, the so nobody's going to have them. Game total. Like, I just have such a hard time when there's Vegas not- doesn't matter. Remember, we've established this. Well, 
That's true. If it doesn't matter, then I love the Cubs. <laughs> I, I really like the Cubs as a contrarian stack today. Just because No one's going to have them. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, if nobody's going to have them, why aren't we picking on Matt Moore a little bit? All right, next game. I don't game, think let's Matt go- Moore is near as bad as you guys do. I, I don't know. I don't either. I, Crane is selling him a little short. I, I don't like him. Like I say, in a neutral situation, I'd play some of these Cubs bats. But I, just for the record, I'm not on them tonight. Are you playing Matt Moore then tonight? I'm no, gonna- I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip the whole thing. Tony, you're going to play him? No, I'm not going to play Matt Moore against him, but, I, I mean, I'm just not playing this game for the most part. <laughs> All right. Uh, another game. We got Daniel Norris and Charlie Morton with the Astros. A total of nine. Charlie Morton, a minus 172 favorite. Dave, the Astros are going to be chalky tonight a little bit. Even Wait, what are you laughing at? A- Alex Avila is a number two hitter now. That, that's a thing. Oh, yeah, great. So we're going to have 30% Alex Avila night? <laughs> so that, that looks so weird. Tyler um, Collins should be there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, play, I mean, Astros bats, the Astros righties should be kind of chalky. Uh, Gurriel is, like, free. I wish he played in another position, but he's so cheap. It's kind of silly. Um, if Springer's ever going to have a good game, this would be it. Uh, I think Gaddis should be the popular catcher. Altuve's good. I don't mind Marwin Gonzalez hitting second. Like This is a good spot for the Astros. Yeah, and I think they're going to be the second highest stone stack on the day, Tony. So what are you doing with the Astros against Daniel Norris? Yeah, I mean, coming into the show, I, I, I'm pretty sure they're going to be the highest owned just because people love Houston against the lefty at home, like high total. Like, everything about it makes me think they're going to be the highest owned. And I say it every show, but Houston as a high owned stack, I just hardly ever play it. It's one of the teams I'm fine with fading. And Norris has been okay at times. Like, I don't think he's good, but. I could see him holding down a chalk team, and I'm just okay with fading Houston. I like other sides more. Houston sucks. That's what I think. The Astros <laughs> suck. What That's about analysis Char- right there. Yeah, that is that – is Can't argue with facts. Yeah, yeah. I tweeted it last night. George Springer, you know what I tweeted? He is he dead sucks. to you? He is dead to me. Um, Dave, talk to me about Charlie Moore because he's not really somebody I ever think of as a great pitcher, but here we are. It's, you know – He's a giant favorite against the Tigers. I mean, that might change now that Alex Avila is hitting second. But oh, yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think about Charlie Moore? It's pretty silly. I mean, look at his game log. I mean, he he had a kind of tough time against the Indians last start, but that's that's fine. I mean, the Indians are good. Before that, I mean, he's at, you know, 20 to 30 points every single start. The strikeouts are kind of real. I mean, he's throwing the ball five miles an hour harder than he used to all of a sudden because he eats at Brett Gardner's candy shop. <laughs> and it's it's working. I I just can't play Charlie Morton. Part of me wants to stack the Tigers too. What do you think about stacking the Tigers, Tony? Any interest there? I mean, just back to, just to talk about Morton. I think he's clearly like the second highest upside guy behind Sale, just because he's had some monster games. And Vegas has just loved Houston in this series for the most part. Yeah, they just keep giving him all kinds of respect, and for good reason. I mean, Houston is a good team, but. Yeah, I, I definitely can't stack Detroit. I just can't do it. With Avila in the two-hole, J.D. out of the lineup. Like, today's Oh, no. Why is Mikey Matook hitting sixth and Tyler Collins is hitting eighth? Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, don't, I don't like what Detroit's all about tonight. Oh, we got Cardi in the chat whining. It's 522. We got to get off here. But guess what, Cardi? We got one more game, and Mike League is involved, and my Cardinals are involved, so I ain't going anywhere yet. All right, Cardinals and the Dodgers, a total of seven. Rich Hill and Mike League. Dave, I cannot play Rich Hill with this pitch count at that price. What do you think about Hill? No, I totally agree. I mean, 
I, I, I need to see him throw, you know, six innings before I use him. And, you know, the Cardinals are fine-ish. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I, I, I understand why you might play Rich Hill in a tournament, um, but it won't be me doing it. What about you, Tony? Any interest in Hill or any of these offenses? What what is Rich Hill's pitch count? What is it like ninety or something? It's like I mean, eighty. Yeah, we don't have. I don't pitch think there's a number 80. per se because he threw eighty last time, which was actually more than I thought he would. So I mean, he could throw ninety pitches. I mean, it might not be an issue if he's pitching great. I mean, they, they'd let him go six innings. Um, yeah, I wish he. I wish he was more open because I, I like the matchup, but I can't. I can't play him at this price without knowing how long he can go. So, yeah, in league, I don't really like picking on Leak either. For the most part, he's another pitcher that I don't think's great, but he never really gets blown up ever. Like, is he the best, just mediocre pitcher in baseball? I think Charlie Martin has taken that torch. Martin but... can strike people out though. Leak can't even strike people. Yeah, out. Leak is. I mean, it's like he's. I mean, he's really good. Like the the weak little stuff he does is on purpose. Like he's good at not being that good and being is really he like good a at good it. real life pitcher. He's a very good real life pitcher. He's the Clayton Kershaw to Charlie Morton's Chris Sale. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he's the Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> yes. All right, guys, we got to get out of here. Thanks so much, Fantasy Draft, for sponsoring the show. Thanks to Dave. Thanks, thanks to Hoop. Thanks for Tony. Thanks, Hoop, for joining us. I'm glad you could join us from the party. Yeah, we will see you later, party, though. Hoop. It was great. It was so the kids. The kids loved it. See ya. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Chop Shop for Wednesday. I'm your host, Head Chopper, and uh, we got a nice little ten-game slate on hand today and what I'm going to do is give you three guys that I like tonight in tournaments and I like them for various reasons. I think they have upside uh, and I think they'll come at a little bit lower ownership and I'll, and I'll explain to you why. So with that being said, let's just get right on into it. So let's start off in the outfield today. I'm going to start off with Corey Dickerson. Uh, I don't think he's a cash game playable kind of guy. He's, he's a little bit inconsistent, but against a right-handed pitcher in this matchup, I think He's a really good tournament play tonight. And in the outfield, what you usually have is maybe one or two guys that people want to flock to in the right matchup. They really, they always like going with Trout or Harper or somebody like that. So basically, you get a lot of outfielders that just go under own just because there's so many of them. Corey Dickerson, over the last season and a half, since the start of 2016, he's got 33 home runs against right-handed pitching. That's a monster number. It's more than guys like Nelson Cruz, uh, Bryce Harper, Chris Bryant, even Paul Goldschmidt over that same time frame. So he's a powerhouse, man, and he doesn't really get recognized for it. So I'm willing to take this matchup tonight against Ricky Nolasco and run with it in tournaments because I think there's upside there. Second off, let's go to the catcher position, and I'm going to say Gary Sanchez, the highest-priced guy on the board. Now, the highest-priced catcher on the board typically means – He's going to go underappreciated unless it's just a sublime matchup and a small slate. People just don't pay up for catchers. So that's why it's always fun in tournaments to grab guys like Sanchez or Posey or any of the top dollar guys. Because people just don't go there, especially at this kind of a price tag. This is a monster price tag on Sanchez. But 
in his career, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll date back to the last couple hundred at bats, but in his career against right-handed pitching, he's been really, really good uh, since he got called up. He's got a 431 weighted on base, a 316 ISO, 39.7 hard hit rate. Uh, like this guy, he hits lefties good, but he hits righties really well. So in this matchup against Jason Hamill in New York in a smaller ballpark, yeah, I'm willing to spend the money here and hope that the ownership is really down on him because of the price tag. And you get the catcher with by far the most upside on this particular slate at low ownership. That'd be great. Last but not least, we're going to go to first base, try to save a little money here, but I'm not saving money for the sake of my team necessarily. It just happens to be a guy who is a little bit cheaper in salary, but I still think he has massive upside. Josh Bell taking on Julio Tehran in Atlanta. Uh, you know, Bell's proven to be a really solid hitter thus far in the major leagues, and that's great. But what I really like about this matchup is facing off against Tehran, who has been notorious in his career for not being able to get out left-handed hitters. And Josh Bell, of course, is a switch hitter, so he's going he's gonna to bat lefty tonight against Tehran. Tehran... Uh, this season, just alone this season, he has a 7.13 XFIP and 2.16 home runs allowed to left-handed hitters. Now, if you're not familiar with XFIP or Sierra, neither am I. But they tell me it's better than ERA, so I'll go with it because that's a pretty high number. I do know that's a high number. And those and those home runs allowed to left-handers, that's off the charts. So you get up over two per game to anybody, two per nine innings to anybody, and it's a big number when you're giving up 2.16 to left-handers. That, that's a pretty big number. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616 U.S. only. The end. Mommy, let's read another. Every child needs to read, but 60% of U.S. children in poverty don't have a children's book in their home. This summer, you and your kids can help change that with Save the Children's 100 Days of Reading Challenge. See how at savethechildren.org read. Once upon a time, a little girl wanted to become an animal doctor. Save the Children. Changing a life lasts a lifetime. 